Hello and welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast, the podcast for all you alt weirdos. I am your host, Perry Lerner. <laughs> Can't you sure that's your name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wait, it says it's recording. I think we're still recording. I, I think I think we may have been recording the whole time. To be honest, wait, happening. Oh, now we're recording. You like really have to. <laughs> so we may have been recording that whole time. Okay, I'm gonna pause it. Okay. Oh. Oh, wow. okay, there we go. I'm I'm not gonna hit it. <laughs> the recording was ridiculous. Okay. Uh, hello and welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. I am your host Perry Lerner, and with me today is the lovely Kara Leah. Hi, Kara. How are you doing? Hi, Perry. I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> <You're so laughs> this is my first podcast, and Perry's second third episode yes this is my third episode um so we're still newbies yes and while i have been on podcasts it is different having your oh, you own have. oh yeah oh nice i've been on jesse's before well yeah I yeah but that. his kids gets like decent following that it does yeah it's not like i've been on it anything big like i've been on my favorite, my favorite murder, murder. but like feel free to have me on guys <laughs> um, if you're listening to this yeah if you're listening um, so, yeah, I have known Kara for, what, 15 years? Fif- I think 15. Yeah, probably. Eighth grade. I think we've known each other longer, but we've been, like, really good friends yes, for 15 for years. for 15 years. And, yeah, you're my first guest, so we're definitely going to see how that goes, because usually I have Jesse with me, and he is very good at kind of taking over when I need. Yes, he is. Um, so we yeah. kind of miss him at yes, this moment. Uh, yes, we definitely had a bit of a recording hiccup because his computer is apparently trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's okay because he does this for us because he loves me, so I can't complain too much. He's a good boy. Yes, he is a good boy. Watching our baby right now while we get to drink our high noon. So what is this yes. exactly? Okay, so we are drinking a high noon vodka and soda passion fruit flavor. Um, in the past year of you not drinking, I have gotten into these because okay. I like my vodka and I like fruit. Yes. So this is nice. 100 calories, gluten-free, gluten-free. Gluten-free. No added sugar. Yeah. Um, I was We're obviously... basic today. Yeah. I was obviously not drinking because I was pregnant. Cheers. Cheers. But now I have a little drink every now and then and it's fun. So yes, Kara always brings treats when she comes over. Yes, and. I brought soup and alcohol today. Yeah, so um, Kara works in food, and she does a lot of awesome stuff. Like, what's your favorite thing to make? My favorite thing to make, I'm going to choose based on where I cook. Okay. What my favorite thing is. Okay, so. Because that's probably the easiest. For those of you who don't know, she works at a... um, stand in a farmer's market Mm -hmm. um doing vegan gluten-free food yes um but i think she is referring to cooking something from there as opposed to home okay so it's a little more not like limiting but it's it's vegan gluten-free and nut-free it's called um lady in the shallot there in the trenton farmer's market yes um they're really really good and Which we grew up going. Yeah, there, we did. And so. I was I was a regular before I worked there, so I always ate their food. But what's cool is they've been letting me experiment with scones. So I've been baking a lot of scones, and I think my favorite thing to make are these s'mores scones because they have the marshmallow and, and the chocolate, and they're, like, really good. That sounds awesome. Now, is there a graham cracker in it? No, we tried to find graham cracker, and all of them either have so, yeah. gluten or... Vegan yeah. graham crackers are hard. I haven't yeah. thought about gluten-free. I imagine finding both are very hard. It's well, very the reason I ask is because I don't really like graham crackers. I like them for actual s'mores sandwiches, mm. but I feel like when it comes to, like, s'mores flavor things, I'm really not into the graham crackers, yeah. so that sounds awesome. Awesome. It's like chocolate and marshmallow. Yeah. It's really good. And I've had some of your scones, um, and they are very good. Thank and they you. always sell out. Which is really fun. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, so fun to make. And also the soups. Any mm. soups we make. Yes. It's soup season, so I'm happy. Lovely. Yeah, love it. Kara brought soup today. I forget if you mentioned that. But yeah, today yes. she brought. Soup and alcohol. Yeah, soup and alcohol. Yes. Um, 
so yeah, we've been just like hanging out today. I uh, have been working, but it wasn't too too crazy of a day. So we went for a walk. We went for a little stroll. Yeah. Um. But like we've always kind of just been like this. Like we don't really need an activity. No. I feel like we ch- chill. Usually involves food. So Usually that's involves why food. Usually involves smoking. Smoking and food, which is actually how Lady and the Shallot thought of their whole menu. Oh, whilst smoking. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow, perfect. that's pretty healthy for like I know munchy food. <laughs> I know. Well, that's where they went. Was they wanted like elevated street food? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you're. I was gonna say viewers, listeners. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> your viewers at home. I don't know if your listeners at home know that you. We kind of swapped places in our lives, and you used to be the baker. Yes. And a vegan baker. Yes. Yeah. I was at home on my laptop working, and we have completely yes. switched places. That is true. For those of you who don't know, so my own trajectory in the food industry was, so I was working in, like, music PR. Um, I was working from home, and I was really too young to, like, appreciate really having, like, a at-home job. Like, now it's a shit. But, like, yeah, I was just... I I couldn't benefit from it the way I wanted I would have now. But um so yeah, so I was working at home and because I had all this free time, I also like started working at a bakery in Philly and then I, I moved to Portland and Kara moved me out. I like stopped doing the music thing and then I started like working at Whole Foods in the bakery and it just like went from there. So, and then, like, when, you know, I had a, like, falling out with my other job, and they let me go, because basically the manager didn't like me, um, but... they suck. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> They're not even open anymore, so... Of course, boo, of yeah. course they aren't. Of um, course they aren't. But, yeah, and I decided I just, like, didn't want to do that anymore, so I found myself, like, in an office, and then, I guess, like, three years after that, you... Kind of did the opposite. I was like, fuck this corporate shit, because I've been doing it for a long time, and I really liked cooking, and then they took, they basically took a chance on me having, like, no professional cooking experience. Right. And yeah, it's like a year ago. So. And that's really, like, your creative outlet, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Um, Like, I, like, when I'm stressed, I cook, and then I feel, I feel better. Yes. Because it just, it makes sense. I feel like that and music are, like, your big things. My big outlets. Yes. So what do you play? I play guitar, piano, um, the ukulele, and I sing. And you've been playing piano for how long? Since I was eight. Yeah. So that's... I've never counted the years, but that would be... You're better at math than me. 33 minus eight. eight. Oh, um... I don't do numbers. Not when I'm high. I don't do numbers. 33 minus eight, uh... 25? 25? Yeah. 25, 25. 25. 25. We did not use a calculator. No, that was all head math. Yeah, it's a lot of years. Yeah. My my mom told my sister and I that we had to do a year of okay. piano no matter what, and then we both, like... Yeah, I know your like, sister, like, can dabble. Well, she's actually where I started playing, because I used to hear her play, and specifically this one song, um, Nocturne by Chopin, she used to play all the time, and I was like love that song so much I want to go like play it one day and then after my like like seventh year in piano because it's like a hard song mm-hmm. I finally got to learn how to play it and I was like so happy oh, it was wow. like a moment I was like this is why I started playing piano and then I finally played it and um I just I used to hear her play and that's like like initially what made me want to do it that's so cool yeah so Kara's sister's really awesome she's like seven years older than you yeah She's yeah. kind of the best. So she's amazing, and um, her and Kara are, like, very similar in some ways, like, very different in other ways, and I feel like the ways that I am not similar to Kara, I'm similar yes. to Caitlin. So I always <laughs> joke that I'm the third Miller sister. Very much so. <laughs> um, because I, like, definitely bond with them over, like, different things. But, like, one of the things that I feel like we were both into – and, like, you because of your sister and me because of my cousin, we both got into Smashing Pumpkins where, like, maybe they would have been, like, a little too old for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yep. I feel like we really bonded over that. And uh, Was Sarita into them? Sarita was definitely not into them. Okay. Like, I didn't think so. But love I didn't my know sister. <laughs> other than, like, when we were, like, 10 and, like, into, like, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and stuff like that, like, 
for the most part, our music tastes uh, very much branch off during the teenage point mm-hmm. of our lives and getting, then converged back together for EDM. Ah, yeah, and, I know. I'm. I'd say I'm embarrassed, but like I'm not because I was still like going to basement shows too. So yeah. like, it's kind of like when I was a cheerleader in high school, where yeah. it's like people hear them like, "Whoa, you're different." It's like, no, no, it was weird then. It was. It weird was then weird. Too. It um, was. but yeah. So we had. I think the first time you saw Smashing Pumpkins was with me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we went to their reunion show. It was probably the most epic show I've ever seen. Of like any band amazing and like that's saying a lot because we've been to some right. really good shows together and it's also saying a lot because like i love them but they're not in my top three like they're definitely in my top right. 10 but it's like for that to be like the number one show it was just like i think the way we described it was it was it was like we hadn't really smoked before but the whole time we felt like we were high yeah like we felt like we were high for from the music and the visuals. The yes. visuals were Oh my god, amazing. Like ridiculous. And and that was the longest I've ever seen any band play. Like they literally yes. played for 3 hours straight. It was crazy cuz they were playing from their first 5 albums. Yeah. Which yes. was like It was really cool. And we were and uh I had talked about it in the reunion podcast last week that that is like probably my top reunion mm. that I have gone to because James Eha and Jimmy Chamberlain were back in the band That's and right. Darcy was the only one who wasn't. But because of that, they only played their first five songs. And I'm not, like, a big fan of them, like, in their later stuff. But actually, I did listen to their discography not that long ago. And there was an album. Now I got to look it up because... You have to throw me some of their later stuff to listen to because I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah. I'm guilty of not, of just kind of on, only listening to the songs I've always listened to. Yeah. Um, I, I could do that. Oceana. That, okay. Or, yeah. And that one came out in 2012, so, like, pretty late. I didn't tend to fuck with anything after Adore, yeah. which came out in 98. So, like, that shows you what we mean by, like, we were a little too young to be yeah. listening to that on our own. Yeah. No, like, the, only, the sole reason I'm, I'm into them at all is my sister, like... I always say, like, the things that I'm into that are cool are, like, because of her. Yeah. <laughs> like, whether yeah. it's, like, music or, like, art or anything, it's – or or movies especially. Like, yeah. The only reason I have any knowledge of any, like, Radiohead, her, like, yeah. she's the sole reason I'm into Radiohead. And, um, yeah, she would always – actually, the song that got me into them is Tonight. Tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's, like, one of their biggest yeah. songs. But – I remember she showed me the music video, and that was the first time I kind of heard the song. Okay, and that's I remember a great watching the video, video. Like, like I mean, like the '90s were prime music video. Yes, very like, true. When, when I think of them, I also think of like Black Hole Sun, that mm, music video, that yeah. kind of era of being like weird, yeah, like really yes. cool. Yes. Kind of trippy a little cool bit. Cool aesthetics, but, yeah. Yeah, so tonight, tonight, the whole music video, the graphics, the art, the um, just, oh, that song, I love that song. Yeah. And so that whole thing, and I was like, I kind of like this. And then that was kind of the first, like, jumping off off point, really. Well, I had that poster, I remember. Oh, from, you did? Uh, well, it was, it was melancholy. Mm-hmm. It was, like, to, um, to advertise that, but it was... Uh, like the visuals from Tonight Tonight. tonight, tonight. Oh, that's I think cool. it was hanging on my front door. Um, I'm sure if you saw it, you would probably remember it. Um, but yeah, the Tonight Tonight video is based on, I believe it's called A Trip to the Moon. Oh. Is that what it is? That's I'm like, right. I'm like double checking myself right now. Was that like a... I believe it was like a silent French film. I was... About to say like a Charlie Chaplin t- type thing, so that would make sense because it's silent. But yeah. also the the um, the guy in at the music video kind of looked like Charlie Chaplin, I think. So maybe that's why I'm saying that. Oh, did he a little bit? I'm trying to think who. But it is a trip to the moon. Okay. Um, and you can actually find it on YouTube, I believe. I've seen it before. Um, it is really cool, but. You know who directed the music video is uh, Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. Now, do you know who that is? No. They do, I think, Eternal or A Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. 
So they, like, I went on a deep dive with them once, and, like, they've done a lot of 90s music videos. Well, that makes sense. Um, it's that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but famously, 1979, you have ruined for both me and Jesse. I know. I'm sorry, not sorry. There is... Is um, there a way he can, like, splice in a clip here to... Yes, let's, for people let's to- mark it. Uh, put in clip of the Wii roller coaster. So, so by now goes, you've heard. <laughs> so it goes, we. <laughs> it's just like so ridiculous. I'm like, I can't go on a roller coaster or listen to that, song, that song ever again without thinking of that. But every time we hear this song, I like text Kara and I'm just like, fuck you, dude. It's pretty great. Um, But Melancholy is like definitely, if not top 10, definitely top, yeah. if not top five, definitely top 10 albums. 100%. Um, and it's I, just like, it goes through all the range of emotions. Yes. And I remember like, we had listened to it together and I think it might have been like your first time that you were like, I had never like stopped yeah. and listened to this. Yeah. And like all the way through, I would always yes, just all the like way through. Yes. And then after doing that, you're like, really? I never did that because yes. that's really what it's made for. It's, it's made for just like a listen to it exactly. straight through and you get all the range of yeah and when you have like a two disc um cd i remember mm. it's just like a lot easier to just listen to it through instead of like switching discs and like yeah. getting to the song you liked um i would love to have that in vinyl it like came mm-hmm. out once and it was like it's been insanely expensive because it's all like second hand uh yeah it's a bummer there's like a couple albums that are like really hard to find like, yeah fiona apple's title okay is, is one that i've literally have like and it's like 90 it's like a hundred dollars everywhere or more yeah the most <clears throat> i spent on an album was a deftones album their uh 20 year anniversary from white pony hi apollo my cat just wandered Apollo's up and in kara hasn't seen him i think the whole time we've been here he's so handsome um but yeah the deftones one was like 60 dollars but my mom gave me a 50 dollar um card to princeton record exchange yes. so i was like okay if i'm gonna like like, I could buy a bunch of, like, $3 records, or I could buy, like, one yeah. awesome album that I wouldn't otherwise drop the money on. So I did it for a White Pony. Um, and that you would, like, legit listen to all the time. Yes. Like, that would be a record you just play yes. all the time. Yeah, and we both like music from that era, but I feel like I, like, you and your sister, like, like are more drawn to, like, the type, like, Radiohead and a little more, like, yeah. like I, I feel like I do that, like, heavier shit. Right, like, we're, I've always been more drawn, like, we talk about where our angst meets. Mm-hmm. Like, yours starts in the more harder, and then mine is, like, softer and, like, like, melodic and then we like meet where yes. those like, yes like panning out of disco and like those kind of people who are just more like and him i mean yeah billy corgan is just my favorite songs of theirs tend to, to, to be the more melodic ones right for sure and i do remember like us listening to melancholy mm-hmm. and we were maybe like doing some things that like you shouldn't do at home kids and uh, um I remember Which was the being best like, album to listen to. So good. And I remember being like, I could go heavier. And you're like, I can't. And then like, and then it like was a couple of like heavy enough songs. Yeah. And then it like came out of it. And I was like, okay, I feel like I got like my, yeah. my scratch. Because it's really hard when you're like on different like vibes. And I'm always like, I know when I'm like doing that, I'm always like trying to cater to other people. Because I'm like afraid of like them not having a good time yeah. so I'm just like are you good like you're good is this a good mood yeah good yeah mood? but that's a good thing about the album is then it takes you to a whole nother yes. place and you're like okay and that's the thing about when you're like you know tripping like you I feel like you need to be aware of the music mm-hmm. going on because that can change a mood up really quickly you need like a soundtrack like yes. you need a soundtrack to Yes, and it could set the mood, too. Yeah. Like, because sometimes, like, if you put on that heavier shit, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, yeah. I do not want to go there. Um, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. The other one we listened to that day was um, American Beauty. And oh, yes, you had never listened to That was American another Beauty. one that I had never listened to, like, just straight Grateful through. Dead American Beauty. Wonderful album mm-hmm. all the way through. Uh, I thank my mom for that. She is a bit of a deadhead. Um, we always meet at the hippie shit. 
Yes, that's but... That's not too... That's not too... Hippie? Yes. Dippy? <laughs> I would say, like, but the way to describe us, and we've talked about this, like, by Beatles albums. Yeah. Which, like, okay, we're goth mom podcast. We all fucking love the Beatles. If... You say the Beatles are overrated. I really just don't want to fucking hear it because you're yeah. just saying shit to say shit. Anyway. There's too much of a range of yeah. you st- like the styles Beatles. you can choose. You from. like the Beatles, it's okay to admit it. But yeah. anyway, we've described it as like if we were Beatles albums, like you would be like Abbey Road and I would be like Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, that is like the best way to describe it. And you know what that means, even if you <laughs> quote don't like the Beatles. Um, Everyone likes the Beatles. They just haven't heard the right song yet. Oh, my God. It's like cats. Do you remember Mr. Tucker and I would get into arguments in history and film because he would talk about the Beatles being overrated? Would he? Of course he would. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Tucker was... He was a great history teacher in our school, but, like, yeah, he and I would argue about that a lot. Well, it's because the people who aren't into the Beatles are, like, very much, like, proud of the fact that they're not into the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, and I get so it. So they'll like, argue it. At his age, like, it was like you were either Beatles or Stones guy. Like, I get it. My sister's ex used to have um, a really good answer to that question. He would say, Queen. And I'd be like, okay. For what question? For, like, Beatles or Rolling Stones. He'd be like, oh. Queen. <laughs> so Jesse and I, on our last podcast, talked about, like, who would be the band that you would, if you could see any band, like, who would it be? And I said, musician, Bowie, mm-hmm. uh, band Queen. Mm-hmm. What would yours be? That's a good question. They don't have to be dead either if it's just, like, an original, per- so, like, group. Band, Radiohead, because I've never seen you've them. never seen no. radiohead are you no. kidding me that's why it's like i need to i need that to is see them. wild i to know me. that's one band i absolutely it's like um death cab and the postal service like when we saw them it was like we need we need to have seen these bands postal service live. was a great show that was an insane show but yeah that is weird to me that you haven't seen radiohead because they come around like way more frequently postal service did it like once for the 10 year anniversary right and uh, Death Cab comes around pretty frequently, but post, I mean, Radiohead, they also say that's like one of the shows you have to see before I know. you die. I know. Why? I know. Why have you not seen them? I, Is I, there a reason? I don't think it ever matched up with like the city I was in and also a person who would come with me. Like, okay. Like my sister and I should like totally go to a, um, a Radiohead show. Like it would be amazing. I would go alone at this point. Corey knows Worth them. It. He's just not. Um, doesn't really like him. Doesn't really. It's not his music whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's a total instrument. Needs to be the main focus of every song he listens to. Mm. Like he's the whole Tom York's voice. I think would just like go over his head. See, yeah. I think even though I'm not a big fan of Radiohead, and like I did listen to their discography per your recommendation, and there were um certain. What's the one with the the dude's head on it? Like the art head. Um, um, oh, um, shit. Hab- Kid A? Pablo- no, not Kid no. A. No, it's not Pablo, Pablo Honey. Has, has a face No, on no, it. no. It's like the, um, and like fake plastic trees is on it. Oh, okay, computer. No, it's not okay, computer. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm going to just list every weird ab- um, album. Yeah, it's a red background. There are people, like, yelling at me right now. The Benz? Like, the, the Benz. With the guy's head backwards? Yes, yeah, so you oh. told me to listen to The Benz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love The Benz. You told me to listen. That's one of my favorites. You were like, that's a good one. And, like, I did appreciate songs off of that. So this is all to mm-hmm. say, I'm not super into Radiohead. I have given them more of a shot now. But I would definitely go to a show. Okay. Like, good if they came, I would go with you. I think you'd enjoy it. I feel right. like... Well, next time they're in town, I'll make it a point because I feel like at this point it's, like, okay. museum. I do feel like Nine Inch Nails is like that, too. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're not into heavy stuff, like, yeah. they, he puts on a great show and a very energetic show. Yeah. It's not like it's, like, all, like, you know, like, like, working, working into, like, you know, the base <laughs> and shit. Like, it's definitely, like, a fun show. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I feel like they would put on, like, just a really, kind of, like, a Smashing a Pumpkins-esque feel where it's just really, like, intense with all the visuals and everything. And then his, yeah. his like, voice I could get lost in. Yeah. Um, but band-wise, Radiohead, but I'm going to throw it real out there for, like, singer. Okay. Celine Dion, I would die. Really? She's my... She's... From singing, when I was a little kid, I just... I just... She's, like, like the reason I sing. Wow. So I need i need to see her my mom 
would be so disappointed in you. She hates Celine Dion. You, you can't listen to that voice and be like, that comes out of an actual person. I never particularly like liked her, but my mom hated My Heart Will Go On so much oh, that no. I like screamed it. No, 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 when, not that song. But her, I don't think... Her powerhouse, oh my God, it's like... You could when try, I'm at home alone, that's what I sing. Wow. I sing the Celine Dion. That is house. surprising. I sing like Celine Dion and Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, like all, all, all of the powerhouses. I would love to see Mariah Carey circa like, you know... Like 90s. Yeah. Because In our heyday. Pre-Nick Cannon. Those voices I can just like get lost in. So yeah. Um, wow, that is shocking. Yeah. Whoa, okay. That is But it explains a lot of, like... I get it because you're a singer. Like, I do get it. Yeah. Um, shit. I was going to ask you something, and I, like, totally lost it. Um... Radiohead? No, it wasn't... Death Cab? Postal Service? No, you're totally throwing me off even more now. Oh, no. <laughs> Apollo? <okay>. Apollo. <laughs> um, no, it'll come to me. But There's a um, cat, like, just hovering over our laps right now oh but like yes he is adorable um high school you were definitely like alt ish so like i didn't know what i was no you were and you were a little like me where it was like one day i'm gonna dress like a hippie the next day i'm gonna dress like i'm gonna like kick your ass yeah um but uh what like subgenre would you say you were into in high school in high school like i would say like when I think of you, I, mean, I think of, like, emo. I was going to say emo. Emo, but, like, like the like, happier emo, but not seen. Right, no. Like, it's a mix of happy emo and also, like, a little bit, like, whiny emotional emo. Yeah, like, like, like dashboard and, like, and like kind of, like. Yes. I can see that. Yeah. But then also, like. Like, boy, the were you into, like, boys like girls or, like, the early November? No, Corey okay. was. Because that That's was not my. Went. That wasn't me either. That was, like, too upbeat. I was, like. But then I was also like thirty seconds to Mars, like mm, yes. But then like all these people are still like pretty melodic, like yes. still pretty like I I never enjoyed when when um singers like were angry and like yelling like That's or fair. loud, which or, is like, why I feel like you never would listen to punk, right? And like I listened to a lot of punk with Emily, like weirdly mm-hmm. enough, she was my punk girl, right? But and Lisa a little bit, right? And Lisa, well. Lisa started punk in middle school, and then she definitely got more towards the emo mm-hmm. side. Um, but, yeah, and I, like, geared more towards, like, pop punk once we got in high yeah. school. Yeah, But, uh, we, yeah, so, wait. So would your sub-genre be goth or more pop, or? I would think it'd be more, like, pop punk. Pop like, punk. I don't know what it'd be now. Yeah. Now I think I'm, like, a mix of things. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I am. I think in high school I listened to a lot of pop punk. But I did, like, like My Chemical Romance. And, like, I wouldn't call that. And I wouldn't call that, like, goth. It's more emo. It's more emo, but I would say I liked their first album because it felt like a gothy version of emo. Okay. Versus, like. That makes sense. I did, like, Fallout. Well, Fall Out Boy kind of, like, straddled pop punk. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, a straight-up emo. Like, I feel like the early November, even, like, Dashboard Confessional I never yeah. got into. So I feel like things that got, like, too emo for me, I, like, backed away yeah. from. Yeah, So I don't really know what, like, my subgenre was. I definitely listened to, like, a lot of hippie music in high school, mm-hmm. too. I feel like... Like, like, brand new. They're an emo. Like, yes, super emo. But their first album is more pop punk. That's why I was oh, like, I don't know. Like, Taking Back Sunday, same thing. Like, mm-hmm. more emo. But mm-hmm. I love their first album. Yeah, yes. it was just like... And I liked their second albums. It just, like, didn't do it as yeah. much for me. It was overall a very interesting time to be in, in high school. Yeah. So we graduated like, in 08. Yeah. So, so we, we got our fill of, like, the 90s alternative... Because of my sister and you, like, j- just being cool, I guess. Yeah. And, like, also your mom. You know, baby. Baby's crying. Um, and, um, but then overall, it just, between the emo thing and it was just very, it was a very interesting time. Yeah, and the very aesthetic was time. cool. Yeah. Like, we, like, Panic at the Disco. I just loved that whole, like, circus, theatrical, yep. like, Harlequin stuff. There's a book. It's one of my favorite books. It's called The Night Circus. I highly recommend hey, you read it. Have I read that? 
I don't know, but I had, I was like an adult. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of um waterfowl elephants. Sorry, this is totally (laughs) different. (laughs) No Robert Pattinson. Uh, Totally, no Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Totally different. But this is like if Tim Burton wrote a book about a circus. Like it's that kind of aesthetic. It's by Emily or Emily Morgenstern. I'd like that. That sounds. I think that's her name. Um. And I just, like, wanted to live in that That sounds world. really cool. Um, I need to read that. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I was, like, sad when it's over. But, um... Yeah, like... Yeah. I was really into new Metal at a young age again because of my cousin. Hmm. Well, and that's why I liked, like, Linkin Park. Yeah. I was all over the place, though. But... So, wait... <laughs> My Chemical Romance, did you ever see them other than the work tour experience? <laughs> when I hyperventilated, Obviously, no, I we didn't. need to cover this. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, Warp Tour circa, what, like, 2005, I think. Yeah. Because we could not drive ourselves. Because we had to take had to- <laughs> the train in from trying to Camden. Yeah. Um. And then we were, I was, like, all about My Chemical Romance. So- we went with two other friends. Yeah. So, because of that, we went, like, right in the middle of, of uh, the crowd. Like, we were, like, trying to get to the front of the stage. And this was, like, the middle of the day. So, they we had already spent a good amount of hours there where you guys were just, like, ready to see this we're, band at this yeah, point. We were just, like... Because like, you and Samantha, like, really wanted to see them. Me and Lisa were, like, take or leave. Right, right. You guys were actually there for Warp Tour. We were there because yes. we, like, acted like we were there for Warp Tour, but really just wanted to see my chemical romance. That's a good way to describe yes. it. And that's why I love you. <laughs> You're like, this ain't me. <laughs> I'm like, no, but I'll I'll be here for a little and then yeah. out. Um, but so we got into the middle of, of the crowd for their set, and their first song is I'm Not Okay. And the minute they hit the first <laughs> chord, everyone started mushing yeah. and going right just, like, and so little me and, and Samantha are, like, in the middle there. And we're, like, thinking it's going <laughs> to stop at some point, but it's not. So we start, like, not being able to breathe. And we're, like, surfing through the crowd, like, like trying to get through the crowd. And then the little vendors on the side ended up having to pull us out of the crowd. Yeah, and Lisa. Their and, like, and, like, giving us water. Lisa and, and I had to, like, fight through the crowds for you guys. And we were, like, we could crowd surf you out. It would be quicker. And you guys were, like, no. <laughs> so we're, like, all right. It let's was, just get them out. We it got was them, utterly terrifying. They, we got them safe, put them on a train home, and stayed the rest and of stayed the, the time. Rest. Oh, my God. And the whole time all on the train home, Samantha and I were just, like, we're just, like, oh, my God. That was so scary. Like, I thought it was going to die. It was, like, it, it was pretty terrifying being in the middle of a mosh pit but it also semi sucked because then I could not hear you can't hear you can't see because it's outside so like already this is a main headliner so already everyone's like the crowd is way far back right so like if you get in the middle you're not seeing anything you're not hearing anything because you're like so focused on everything else going around you it's a lot and that is why as an adult alt girl, I stand in the back for the most part. <laughs> right. Unless the crowd is tame. If the crowd is tame, I'll go forward. Smart. Um, Smart move. But it's, like, still more, like, towards the back. It depends on the venue. If it's a small venue, I'm, like, definitely in the back. Yeah. But, like, we went to a large Jane Grey show in August 2021. And we, I mean, we mainly stayed in the back because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I would have felt comfortable, like, going to the front of that crowd were yeah. it not for COVID. Because it's, like, a show. It's, like, you know, a woman on a, her guitar. You know, it's yeah. not, like, a big punk show. So, it was cute because they played our song we walked in. She played the song we walked in the aisle, too. Nice. Um, yeah, it was awesome. What song is that again? Uh, it is called Apocalypse Now. And, like, it. she never used to play it. But then she, she started playing it because of COVID. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. And that was his first time seeing her. I like that. But, uh, yeah, have you seen Panic at the Disco Live? No. And I would only really? do it if it, it's that one album. Like, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Yeah. I would only. Uh, I know. I don't know any. I know Nine in the Afternoon is another <laughs> song. And that's. Oh, and then, um, and then uh, I got High Hopes. <laughs> that terrible Wait, High Hopes song. Have you ever heard High no. Hopes? No. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like, um, uh, it's like annoyingly catchy, but like, God, you never know it was them. Weird. He's like, it sounds I got like high hopes for a living. Wait, this does sound vaguely. Yeah, that does sound vaguely familiar. That was like, I think their newest one, but nothing will beat that one album. So I saw that album 
when they toured it. Oh, when you that did? was like their only album. Oh my gosh, so they jealous. yeah, I saw it with Lisa and Kara or your Kara, Lisa and Samantha. No, I think you were trying to go with like <laughs> and something went down. Well that's usually, yeah. that's usually what happened. Um but <laughs> <laughs> we so yeah, we went to that and I remember they played the whole album out of order, oddly enough. Oh. And they played I think Bohemian Rhapsody. That's cool. And a Beatles song. I can't remember which one, though. Oh, Eleanor Rigby. Oh my God, that sounds like a dream It concert. was awesome. And then I saw them once more at the Beatles, or the Beatles, the, <laughs> the Beatles reunion. <laughs> All of You were the only one that knew about it. <laughs> the Beatles reunion. Um, no, at the Blink reunion, oh. them and Fall Out Boy opened for Blink, and that was pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the thing with the first Blink show, too. It was like a fucking stacked lineup. Oh, yeah. This is like, this, yeah. I can't remember who's playing, but like, I love Rise Against. They're playing with Rise Against, but it's in New Zealand and Australia. Like, they're not mm. even here, so I'm like, whatever. No. But okay, have you heard? There's a new festival happening in AC with Blink and Paramore as the. No. Oh, Paramore, I would love to. Wait. Say. So I would never have known this is a thing, except literally five people have texted me about it. Like, I heard yo, about did it you all. see that? I'm like. I can't go. And Emily said it's only like two day tickets. Like you oh. can't buy a one day ticket. I'm like, yo. Oh, I got, that's. I'm like, that's I got bullshit. a baby. Like I can't like be an AC for two days going to like that's an all day show. Commitment. Yeah. That's a high commitment. And we would probably go opposite days. Yeah, we would go opposite days. <laughs> that's funny. Paramore is cool. Have you seen them? No. Wait. The only time I saw them was when I worked at House of Blues in Boston. I was on the phone. That's right. You worked at House of Blues. That was that was ugh. that was one cool way I was able to sh- see a couple cool people is because the um, the office where the phones was uh, or were were <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let it go. The pho- here's why where the phones were was right above the stage. Okay. So um so. What I would do is I was like, I would p- put it on hold and then I would walk out and just watch all the bands <laughs> and then I would go back and then like answer all the voicemails that, that came up. But um, that happened with Paramore and it was like the coolest thing ever because I was like, I had like an eagle eye on view and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like watching her like bop around and stuff. Really cool. But I love them so much. That'd be a fun show. It, so what show do you think like from high school, like if you saw them now that you'd be like, yeah, I need to get in that crowd. What do you mean? Like something that would be like, I need to like feel this a little more than just like bopping in the back. I don't know. There's like I'm trying to think. Like for me, it would probably be against me. Yeah. Like I would have to, which that's a rough crowd to be in. Sometimes mm. it depends. It depends, right? Because you got two fans for types of different fans for against me. You've got the punk fans, and then you've got the LGBTQ fans. Right. Totally different crowd. Very different, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I think, I, like, I would get up front for that. Yeah. Well, I have to say... Not up front, but... I have to say it was fun being up front for Death Cab. Or, okay. Or was it the... It was Death Cab. Because I was, like, yeah. I was shocked about how, how many few... Like, there weren't, like, a ton of people where we could make it... Yes. To the front, no problem. They played in way too big of a venue for them. That's what it was. It was like yeah. some casino venue, mm-hmm. but like a huge one. It wasn't like Tropicana or something like that. Because we were like, like right there. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember having a lot of, I think we got high and I had a lot of anxiety yes, at the did. beginning of the show. Yes, Something about like, okay, I've like been, you know, I've been a big smoker in the past. And there was always something that, like, when I would be in, like, big crowds or something, like, that's when I would feel the anxiety. Of, like, we're all going to die. Maybe not now, but one day. (laughs) Like, like. Oh, my God. I vaguely do remember you having that kind of freak out. (laughs) And it's so funny to have it at, like, a Death Cab concert. Because, like, while the name sounds like it would be, like. Yeah. It's really pretty upbeat kind of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Yeah, it goes two ways for me, generally, when I have a freak out. It's either, like, I'm laughing hysterically where I sound like I'm crying and cannot get my shit together. Pretty sure that happened in the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) Um, Or I'm just, like, losing my shit in the worst way. Like, there can be middle ground. I'm just saying if, like, I have a freak out, like, those are the types. And if you're in, like, a social setting that's more 
what's prone to happen, like one or the other. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm usually overthinking things. Like I always used to dye my hair a lot, and I remember we were walking once, and I was like freaked out. That, yeah, like, you were people like I have pink hair, like, and you're like, Barry, you've had pink hair for months. This like shouldn't be a thing you're at like, this all, point. All of a sudden, it's really weird. <laughs> you're like you've had crazier hair, my dude. My favorite of your hair was that rainbow one. Oh, thank you. That that is a fan favorite. I don't think it's I'd ever. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be able to do that again. Mm. Like. Because I had a friend who was, like, a hairstylist, and she would just do crazy shit on me. It looked like sherbet. Yeah, Like, it looked sherbet, like rainbow sherbet. sherbet. <laughs> I, could, I could dye my hair myself, but not like that. It was pretty cool. That's too much. Um, but, yeah, that didn't really start to, like, college. Because, like, in high school, the best I could hope for was my mom finally let me dye my hair red. Mm-hmm. And I went through a that couple different iterations red. of red. Yes, <laughs> but I don't know I know if you, you started recall. it. No, I don't even know if you ever call this. You started it, <laughs> well, technically. Well, but I actually started with, like, a dark purple, like, mm, almost purple red. Yeah. And then it started fading to not your color, but, like, it did start fading to the point where I was just, like, why do I keep dyeing it this purple to, like, have it faded this color? I feel like if I just dye it this color, it'll last longer. Yeah. And that's how it started to come down in darkness. In darkness. But, yeah, it was, like, a... Almost like a blackish purple yeah. kind of thing going on. Which makes more sense yes. for you. Yes, goth girl. <laughs> goth punk rock. Goth, goth punk, punk Well, goth moms, speaking of that, what yes. what would be, like, if you had to pick any band that you're very excited to introduce Scarlet to, what would it be? Um, or if you two have, like, a mutual band that you, like, I have to think about it, because obviously I want her to be in Nine Inch Nails stand, okay. but I don't think that's, like, what I'm the most excited for her to listen to and enjoy. Maybe the Beatles? Um, yeah, maybe the Beatles, because that is, maybe, uh, I, maybe Bowie, but that's almost, mm. like, too, like, esoteric. Like, that's a while from now. But that is a good one, because it'll, like teach her a lot of things honestly what might be fun is like the boy band era of my childhood <laughs> for her to get into like in sync and shit i just i feel like kids when they're our age are gonna be like oh my god like, oh yeah really words well are not and for me like the reason i say not nine inch nails is because like she's gonna think that's like the lamest music until hopefully maybe she's in her 20s mm. like it's not like that's like cool like high school music to listen that's to. fair That'll be, like, where, like, classic rock wasn't really cool for me until, like, college. I was, like, it's yeah. so old. And then, like, I got into it and I was, like, oh. Well, that, yeah. is, that is true. I always forget that about you because I was always, in like, more into later. classic rock. And, like, it's all my parents would, they would listen to. It was, it was always, like, the Beatles and, like, Tom Petty and, like, the kind of, like, softer, right. you know. But then it wasn't until college that I was actually like I sat down and actually listened to like full albums and I was like there's a lot of these other songs I like a lot more than what they usually play I almost think it's like maybe better to like listen to those albums when you're in college and you can really appreciate them like as a full album because I feel like for me a lot of it I was introduced so young yeah so like I don't remember the first time I like listened to an album but I wonder if some of that has to do with like I'm so close with my mom Mm -hmm. so like I was going to concerts with her like Ringo and the Moody Blues and stuff at like a very young age and even my dad would take me to shows yeah and I I know you're not like you're close with your parents but in a different way oh like, yeah like you're you close your in that you're like they're, she's friends. like my friend yeah. Yeah. yeah I always joke that like I tell your mom more than I tell my mom yes it is true <laughs> and my mom loves that I know she's like so she funny. eats that shit up she's just like well because you guys always had like the Gilmore girl-esque you know yes. relationship where you know, you just like would t- tell her everything, and and because of that, she allowed she like allowed you this space to just like become your own person. Yeah, you know, with like no judgment. That like, is she true. She would like be a mother when she had to, like right. of course, but she really gave you that like freedom, which was really cool. Yeah, but I'm like definitely an edgier version of Rory, and she's definitely yeah. a less edgy version yes. of Laura. Oh my god, hundred percent. Like hundred percent, man. But we probably both. But wish you we put could you be in like a room, other. and it's like. Oh like, yeah, we're the dialogue non-stop. is exactly the same. We're nonstop. No, Jesse, I walk in and he's like, "Oh, are you talking to your mom again?" I'm like, "No, 
I know. That's I, why I she's was. the best. Yeah, no, she's pretty great. MVP. That's what we call her here. Do you? Yeah, well, she's MVP. She's the best. You love all the grandparents, but like she really she provides. <laughs> she's a provider. Um, I have to pee. Okay. So should we pause this? If if we dare. If we're able Last to. Last time it didn't happen very Do well. Do that. Yeah, there we go. So oh, we wow. And we're back. back. <laughs> wow, we really had trouble figuring out the recording button. Our producer just kind of bailed on us. Yeah, our producer <laughs> showed us a, a, a pause and recorded. And we got yeah, and we're dumb. <laughs> For someone who records music, you, like, don't have it together as much as I thought you would. Listen. You were carrying the record the team, button was not making it record. Look, I'll give you your carrying the if team. We, as you usually are. If we end this and the whole thing actually recorded, I will be impressed. <laughs> Kara, Kara was always, like, real good at, like, getting out of trouble, though. Like, she, yes, I was. Like, I feel like you did a lot of dumb shit, but, like, somehow you, like, covered it up. Like, like I did and I didn't. Like, I feel like because I had parties at my house, a lot of people got away with shit in my house. But then I would try to sk- skip school once and then get caught. True. But you did manage to change your grades. I did, many years. Am I allowed to say that? Are you, I think yeah, I people don't know. I think I, I come after people. you, like, take away your diploma. Well, because th- these... <laughs> These were the days. I never did it when it actually mattered. Like yeah, you just school. did for your parents too. Right, I did because it was not like, like you you like hacked into the school system. No, and like changed your grade. This was when there were like paper report cards, so I would just either retype it up, or I would just if it was a D, you would just add a line and and make it a really shitty looking B. And yeah, I got away with it. Kara's like the one you wanted to be around when you had, like had to be sneaky about. Yeah, something. Really including up until we, I was twenty six and we went to Portland and you helped me. Sh- yes, uh, smuggle the cats into the many times. If you're motivated enough, you can do it. That is true. So um, hear, hear that? That's terrible advice. But that's how we got through that's, a lot of a lot of crazy times. That's very true. Um, okay, so to wrap it up, what is your favorite Smashing Pumpkins album or song and why? And has it changed ever? I think as a whole, Melancholy is obviously the favorite album as a whole. Just because sure. it's beautiful from start to finish and it goes all all emotions. Tonight, tonight is obviously... A, gonna be the song that like means a lot because of how i got um into it um to sheila is like one of the most beautiful songs yes like, i, I love feel that like song. that is an underappreciated album as yeah well. i feel like people yeah. are starting to appreciate it now yeah but. agreed and like lyrically musically i just think it's like a beautiful song but like i've always been adamant on that like it's okay to like the popular songs like mm-hmm. i'll never forget this one time popular. exactly it's one time in the college, like these couple people who were hanging out at the coffee house, which can like be pretentious a lot of the time. Yeah. It was like they were asking me what my favorite songs are. I was like, oh, like 1979 and um, Tonight, Tonight. And they were like, oh, okay, you only like all the. And it's like, okay, listen, they're beautiful songs. I don't and get exactly what you said, that they're famous for a reason. And so yeah. those are always 1979, even though that video is out there. It won't ruin that song for me. I love that song. Yeah. Um, so those are probably... Also, um, Disarm is also a really good song. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, I don't I don't get the gatekeeping with uh, fan bases. Like, it's very odd to me. Just, it's so like, silly. I want everyone to love everything I love. Because exactly. the world would be easier if that were the case. <laughs> that would be a better place, wouldn't it? Um, I would say, of course, Melancholy is my favorite. Close second, though, like, would be Siamese Dream. Yeah. And I think if Melancholy wasn't so long... Mm-hmm. Um, it would be more, maybe more of a uh, toss-up. But I remember my first CD was Pisces Iscariot. Oh. Yeah. Um, not sure why, but that was, like, yeah. my introduction to them. I think That's I cool. just, like, I knew my cousin liked them. I, like, found them in, you know, in a Tower Records. And I, like, mm-hmm. looked through the Smashing Pumpkins one and probably picked the album that looked the most interesting and. And there I was. Because Jim... Well, it is a cool cover. It's been a few years, but it's, like, Yeah, it's, like, a blurred, like, face. Yeah. Which, you know how long it took me to realize it was, like, a face? Yeah. Um, But, like, so Jim, my stepdad, he was, like, 
He was definitely into some of that, like, 90s alternative shit, but, like, I would not have known Smashing Pumpkins if it weren't for my cousin. I mean, until later, of course. Mm -hmm. And, hey, you said, like, you know, you like the main ones, but you're wearing, like, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. That was actually one that was, like, ah, I could take or leave it, to be honest. That is, I think, the first song I knew by them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say my favorite is either, like, song-wise is um, Bodies, which Mm -hmm. is off of Melancholy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, like, emotion-wise, it's mayonnaise, because without getting into yeah. too much detail, that is the one that me and Jesse danced to on, like, our fourth date, and it ended up being, like, our wedding song we danced to, so that one is, like, a very special song to me. That makes um, sense. And I it's forgot a good about song. that. I, I also like Porcelina, Vast Ocean, mm. but it's a nine-minute song, and sometimes I just oh don't want to really do it. Oh, my God, really nine minutes? I'll yeah. Well, when you're listening to it with the album, it's like whatever, but it's like, yeah, I just like, uh, you know, sometimes I just want a jammer, yeah. and like, <laughs> it's it's not that. It's not a jammer. But it's good. Um. So, yeah, I think that kind of like wraps it up. Is there, there anything you want to plug? Um. Well, uh, the name of... Our band is Corey and Kara. It's my husband and I, and mm-hmm. we play music around. And we also have a drummer, Joe. We're trying to think of an an actual band name, but it's really hard. Okay, that's <laughs> um, fair. But we really um, do want to have one soon. We play around um, the, the Lawrence, New Jersey area, um, New Hope, PA, um, Princeton, all those areas, um, Asbury sometimes. And how would you describe your music? I mean... You know, we do a mix of originals and covers, you know, whenever you say, like, indie rock, it is what it is. That's what everybody says. But, like, if I could throw out a couple of the covers we play, it's kind of all over the board. Yeah. We do, we do like, Tom Petty and, like, Elvis, and then we'll do, like, Evanescence and, like, Radiohead and just kind of, like, um, Billie Eilish, and then we'll do the Beatles. So we're yeah. kind of all over the place. Um, but in terms of the music that we write, I'm a lot more, like, singer, song writer and he's a lot more like indie rock yeah and then we throw in a drummer and he just makes it all sound like really cool yeah so they're fun check them out um and where can people follow you at cara underscore leah and it's k-a-r-a underscore l-i-a on instagram that's where i post all my all my stuff for the most part. Yes, and her food blog is on there as well, which yeah. is Carolia Kitchen. You can find it on her personal page, which has a mix of everything, I'd say. Yeah, and on my food blog, I do mostly, like, plant-based um, recipes and, like, tutorials and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you, girl. Thanks. Yeah. I'm proud of you, too. Oh, thank Look you. Look at this little home you've created. Oh, I love it so much. thank you. Well, um, it was awesome having you. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. Yes. Thank you for being my first guest and biting the bullet with me. Anytime. And can't wait to have you bullet back. Bullet with the butterfly wings. Bullet with the butterfly <laughs> wings. That's right. Love you guys.